Hello, I'm Dr. Max Pemberton, a doctor and Daily Mail columnist, and welcome to the final part of my podcast where I'm talking to Dr. Susan Mayu, a consultant dermatologist at the Cadogan Clinic in London. Thank you so much for joining us again, Dr. Mayu. The first question from our listeners is, I have noticed that as a present to me for my 50th birthday, my body has started developing age spots and skin tags. As a lady who likes to look good, what can I do about these to try and prevent them, but also to get rid of them? Is it really true you can get rid of a skin tag with a piece of string? Well, uh, let's start with the age spots. So the age spots, we call them actinic lentigenes. They are called liver spots, which is not a very good name. And they are a pigmentation in response to sun exposure, which is accumulative over one's life. God, it's that blasted sun again. It's ruining everything, isn't it? Yes. And the thing about it is that with the sun damage and particularly the actinic lentigenes, you don't uh, manifest these until you're in your 30s by which time, even if you never go outside again in the sun, you will still go on developing them. No. So one thinks one's one's had an amnesty, but we haven't. So though they reflect accumulative sun exposure over one's life, they don't become malignant. We can easily get rid of them with uh, spraying them with liquid nitrogen. And IPL is another another way of addressing them, but with laser. So we can do that for your reader. Now, the skin tags, they'd have to be quite big to get a piece yeah, of string. Yeah, I think skin. I think, I'm like, I think uh, she might, a uh, 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 string, I think she might mean uh, like cotton, cotton thread. Yes, okay. As so opposed cotton, to like string seems a bit, a bit extreme. <laughs> yes. So it is an old wives' tale, and you can get rid of um, a skin tag tying a piece of cotton around the base, but you have to be fairly dexterous to get the cotton around the, the little sort of polypy base. And that works, um, it works, doesn't it, by by stopping the blood flow, because it's a tiny, yes, tiny, tiny it, little blood vessel that's going into this little exactly. kind of blob. And so it just kind of cuts off the blood supply and then exactly. and then it kind of withers and drops off. Is that right? Exactly. And we can also do the similar killing it by treating it with liquid nitrogen. A blast of cryotherapy will also kill it and it will get turned black and drop off. And what causes these skin tags? What What, what, what is it? Because they're, they're not... They're not, they're not cancerous in any way, are they? They're just kind of blobs of flesh. But what, 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 yes, what, what causes them? Yes, they're just them? tiny little blobs of flesh which, uh, which become more uh, numerous in the flexures of the neck and under the breasts and in the groin and axillary um, for, for no significant reason. There's a genetic predisposition. So if your mother or father had them, then you might and one gets more of them with age. But they're always benign and they're very easy to treat. Um, and, and what do you think about, because you know you can buy um, in, in, in sort of chemists and things, sort of do-it-yourself little cans that you kind of, you, you put a, a cotton bud uh, and you spray it on the cotton bud and then you touch touch the thing and you kind of freeze the skin tag. What, have you, do you have any sort of feelings about that or should you always, always go to a doctor? What do you think? So it's far better to come to a dermatologist because what the uh, we have... With the cryotherapy gun, we have little nozzles of varying minute diameters. So I can, as long as my target sits still, I can be very, very accurate. Whereas if you're using a cotton bud, it's got a much bigger cotton base and you're freezing and potentially damaging a much bigger area of skin and normal skin around the um, skin tag than you need to be. 
I see. So it's, it's less precise. So better to go to a specialist and get and get and get precision. A specialist with a good aim, absolutely. <laughs> so the next question: I recently had surgery on my arm after a car accident, and I've been left with a big scar. While I'm obviously grateful to be alive and well, the scar is a big reminder of the trauma, and also it's quite unsightly. What can be done to try and minimise its appearance over time? Are there any creams or sprays that could help? We now practice proactive scar management whenever we've done any minor or major surgery, as there is evidence that if you massage your scar when it's no longer sore for the first six to 12 months after you've sustained the injury, uh, you can do a little something to help remodel the collagen. So you put something on like E45 or an oil and then massage it for 10 minutes or so a day. So that's a simple thing to do. Also, early on with scarring, getting silicon strips that you can buy from Boots, silicon gel strips, cutting them to size and leaving them on for, you know, leaving them on overnight does help flatten scars. So that's another helpful thing to do. And um, after our surgery, we recommend patients use a particular silicon gel with an ultraviolet block in it to prevent sun exposure for the first year or so after you've um, had the wound. So does sun exposure make a scar worse then? Well, it can. you can get pigmentation. It doesn't make the scar worse. I see. It makes it more obvious though because it makes it darker. Yes. Otherwise, the erythema, the redness associated with the healing, will gradually fade with time. So if the scar is older, there are other things one can do. It depends on the site and the size, etc. But um, for small scars on the face, one can do something called dermapen, which actually is sort of little micro needles, which can stimulate collagen to help improve small scars. Uh, there are various lasers that can help. And if the scar becomes keloidal or parts of the scar become keloidal, that means... And just to explain, what's, what's, a ke- what's keloidal mean? What's that? So it means having been flat or it never becomes flat and it becomes sort of itchy and redder and more pronounced than it was, then uh, we can suppress that with an injection of a steroid to help flatten the scar and take away the symptoms. So it sounds like there's, there's actually lots and lots of options this person can explore. What about, and it sounds stuff, yeah. but what about bio oil? Because I hear lots about that. Does that help at all? So I don't think there's any massive scientific evidence that it actually helps, has an impact on collagen. But if you're using it as a, a medium to massage your wound, then, then it would be helpful. I yeah. see. So it's like you're saying right at the beginning, kind of the first sort of step. So really, it's, you could, be, you could yes. be using just any other kind of, it's not anything specific about bio oil. It's just the fact of massaging the skin regularly using uh, you know, an oil to sort of help. That's all I see. Yeah. Okay. What can I do about my chicken skin arms? I know it's only cosmetic, but I really hate them. And with the days getting sunnier, it's only a matter of time before they're on show. So talk to me then about, about, about these sort of chicken skin arms. So... I think your questioner has got keratosis pilaris, and this is quite a common condition that affects the upper arms and sometimes the upper thighs and even the cheeks. It's a condition of keratin in the little sort of follicular openings, and the skin is rough. The condition improves in the sunshine and 
people tend to grow out of it with age, but they don't always. And it is a cosmetic concern. The strategy for addressing it, and it's a management strategy rather than a cure, unfortunately, as is often the case in many skin conditions, is uh, exfoliating to make it smooth, moisturizing often with a urea-containing emollient because that softens keratin. And if you have a red background, you can use a topical steroid as a, sh- as a short-term rescue, but not not long term because it's not going to be a cure and you obviously can't keep applying a topical steroid indefinitely. So the products that you can get um, over the counter are Eucerin, which is a urea containing emollient, which is helpful. And there's a brand called Ameliorate, which I believe was uh, made by a mother whose daughter had keratosis pilaris. And that has a, a body wash, a lotion, and both of these are, are good strategies to help manage the conditions. So, so the summer approaching this, there's, there's, it sounds like there's lots of things actually that you can do. So it's not about kind of curing this, it's about sort of managing it. And, um, and it may well, exactly. it sounds like it may, may well resolve anyway on its own. And it does improve in the sun, yeah. So the, the final question, I've recently discovered I'm pregnant and I'm really keen to avoid stretch marks or at least minimize their appearance if at all possible. Is there anything worth trying and how often? So stretch marks occur because the skin has been stretched and it therefore is a common occurrence in pregnancy, but it can also occur if teenagers grow fast, you know, boys who who have a sort of a growth spurt can get it on their backs, or um, boys and girls, but often in boys and girls can get it if their breasts grow fast. Um, So what can one do? The cream with the best evidence that it can affect collagen and elastin uh, is tretinoin, but that is unfortunately contraindicated in pregnancy, but it's something one can do subsequent to pregnancy. Therefore, during the pregnancy, massaging with the bio oil or a moisturizer certainly helps the epidermis. But because of what we've said about treating scars, massaging can help the elastic tissue as well. Does it help? It's always hard to predict, but it's certainly worth trying. And you can be reassured that with time, the erythema, the redness, the pinkness associated with stretch marks does fade. Thanks so much for listening. That's all we've got time for today, though. If you want more from Dr. Susan Mayo, then check out cadugganclinic.com and you can find us on Spotify, Apple and Google. Whilst you're there, please leave us a review.